episode how do you feel man excited nervous no i'm not nervous uh so we're just gonna go jump straight into it so i'm at the gym today right okay and going through my backpack i realized i don't have my headphones which is one of like the key components of my workout that's like that's how i get through the workout the music and motivation bro that's what i'm saying but i wasn't about to go home i wasn't about to go back to my house and go get my earbuds Actually, I left him at work, so that really sucked. I'm not dropping 30 minutes back there. Anyways, I reached in my backpack, couldn't find it, and I said, fuck it. I'm just going to roll with it. And uh, I will say not having your headphones at the gym is probably one of the most awkward things, only because you look like a sociopath when you don't have <laughs> like You think so? No, sh- like, no shit on anyone who doesn't wear earbuds, headphones, whatever you want to call them, yeah. at the gym during the workout, but... Dude, it's just, it's crazy. It's quiet. No one talks. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they play music in most gyms, right? Not my gym. Really? They don't play any music. Play music. Whoa. It's so weird. It's weird. That so I'm weird. sitting there like, I'm in my head just trying to like make up some fucking songs. <laughs> and I'm just like lifting. I'm like, yeah, you know, trying yeah. to get into it. But dude, it was so weird. And dude, I mean, you listen to Goggins. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard his whole speech, but yeah, uh, for uh, those who don't know, David Goggins, sure them. he, um, I think he said this on Rogan. They were talking about working out with music. He was saying his opinion on it is music is cheating. Like, that's cheating. If you're listening to music while you're working out, that's, that's cheating. Because when you're in a real life situation, when you need to go, you know, shit, shit's going down and it's life or death, where's that music going to be? It ain't going to be there. If you're held at gunpoint, you go, oh, hold on, let me get my earbuds. Yeah, what, <laughs> what are you going to do when the music ain't there? That was his whole thing. Is like, find you need to like work out, run or work out or do whatever without music and find the find whatever it is that motivates you on the inside find out how to how to motivate yourself how to get yourself pumped up when there's no music when there's no anything there find whatever it is that works for you and then i think joe was talking about it he was saying like from goggins telling him that uh he'd like kind of developed his own method he found a way that worked for him was when he was like running on the treadmill he would act out scenarios in his head of like a, a robber busting into the house and aiming a gun at his wife and kids and then him you know like beating the shit out of the guy taking his gun all the shit you know just whatever it is in your head just getting yourself pumped up so you know find that just you know so when there's no music no anything else there you can find it within yourself you can find that motivation find that get yourself that adrenaline rush out of nothing i mean that's a hell of an imagination to have but (laughs) i mean let's be honest i personally don't have that type of imagination like i'm too busy worrying about my technique and I know that sounds right. odd, but you know, it's, that's something I don't take lightly. Like, uh, I'm not trying to throw my back out. I'm not trying to strain my muscles or pull a muscle for that matter. So Grandma over here. Hey man, I'm just saying, man, <laughs> you know, it's, it's worked out so far, yeah. uh, for the best. So, you know, Hey, yeah. you can shit on me all you want, but no, it's just, I, I will say though, like I felt more focused. Like I didn't, even though I didn't have my, my music blasting and, and not have anything to motivate me. Oddly enough, I felt really focused. Uh, today was bench day. So when I was benching, like everything just just was pretty normal. Like it, it actually flowed a lot better, to be honest with me. I felt like I was too busy worrying about, once again, my technique and my breathing and everything in between. So I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should try to consider not wearing them. 
not as much. Maybe like strength days where I'm really trying to trying to bust out some big numbers. Maybe yeah, at that maybe. point I won't even wear them. Yeah, maybe uh, just experiment with it a little bit, see what happens. You know, hey, never know. I you can't like it. That's uh, that's what I do with cold showers. Just started doing a cold shower every now and then, and now I do them every day. I can't. I'd be like, I, so I'm not weird for taking cold showers. I can't do it without a cold shower now, and I'm addicted to them. Okay, because I I take cold showers all the time too. Yeah. Like uh, I thought that was apparently odd. Well, right? it is not a lot. I mean, used to, I mean, especially oh, especially if you say it to a girl. Girls like their showers scorching hot, dude. I oh. swear, all girls like that shit so hot. It's like a lava. Yes. Well, like I, I used to be the same way, but now it's like I have to take a cold shower. Anything like that's in between the middle or up, yeah. I can't do it. Because 90% of the time, I take a shower in the morning. And so I don't like taking hot showers or warm showers in the morning because once I get out, I'm, you know, still kind of groggy, I feel like. But if I take a cold shower in the morning, like it just, I don't know, adrenaline rush pretty much. Like, you know, that cold water first hits you and you're like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. So what I do is I always like put on like some some of the motivational shit like a phenomenal by Eminem or something and right. then like as soon as the beat drops just like go into go in the water and like get you know take the shower as fast as I can and you'll notice yourself taking you know three four minute showers real fast showers you I'm get out your, your mirror isn't foggy because you know there was no heat there was no you know steam no anything so you know you get out and the best thing about it when you get out of a cold shower you know how when you get out of a hot shower you, you step out and you're cold when you get mm-hmm. out of a cold shower bro you step out you're all warm you, you grab that better. towel, you wrap up, you're like, oh, dude. <laughs> and then, like, you're putting your clothes on, and they're warm, and, like, it's just, like, oh, it's just the best way to wake you. That's the best way to start your day off, in my opinion. Cold shower. I th- I would argue with the fact, too, that it teaches you discipline. Like, if you know that you have to take oh, this cold because shower. Because it isn't, yeah, because it sucks so oh, dude, bad. It's horrible. It's, that's, it's one of those things where you have to be like, I know this is going to suck, but I got to do it. Yeah. You just It's just one of those, I got to do it. I mean, it's a pretty good, like for people who are trying to be more disciplined, it's a good way yeah, to start yeah, off. It's a good, yeah, that's it's, a, yeah, it's a good, that's, you know, I can't think of the name of it, but of the word that I'm thinking of, but yeah, it's a good, vicious, it's a good way to start off or whatever. Okay. It's <laughs> good for discipline, <laughs> but, uh, could have just said that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I can't figure out words. Yeah, um, fucking. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, like I could tell you personally, like, as soon as I like feel that cold water, I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna suck. So I'm like, all right, man, just, I'm just gonna jump straight into it, and that's exactly yeah. what I do. See, that's why I, that's why I put the like I'll put my music up, I'll put it going, and then like the the beat will start going, and like uh, the, what is it, the phenomenal by Eminem? Yeah, uh, you know the beat the beat kind of builds up, and then he drops, and it's unstoppable, and then I go and, like just like as soon as it drops, that's when I jump in the wall like ready punch a wall or yeah, something like i gotta build myself up and then it's like that's kind of like my three count like three two one like no backing out like that's when i go every day because if i like psych myself out too much i'll be like ah, you know you know, stick your arm in you're like oh fuck that's so cold and then, but if you just jump go in all at once and then just you know but that's such a good point to make though can can we talk about that like psyching yourself out in, uh, in, in any one, two, occasion three. one two three that's it that's take it. that from we're the millers have you seen we're the millers I've seen bits and pieces. When he, uh, there's this one part where he's like talking to the kid. The kid, like, there's this girl that he has a crush on, one of the kids, uh, and he's like tries to talk to her and he fucks it all up. He's like, oh, you, you, whatever, and gives her a hug. <laughs> and, like, it's all you know, just super awkward, like teenager can't talk to a girl type thing. And Jason Sudeikis goes and sits down next to him. He's like, hey man, you know, like whatever, whatever. Like this is what I do. This is what helped me out. 
whenever you're going to make a decision or you're going to kiss a girl or make any big decision in your life or anything, any kind of big decision, just count to three and then do it. You can't think too long. If you don't think about it too long, you'll psych yourself out, you'll this, that, whatever. If you just go one, two, three and do it, no matter what, just after, after three. So that's like, that was his thing. But I mean, that can really actually be a thing that could help out a lot of people. Well, that is a thing. Like I, I know I've listened to podcasts where uh, psychologists say, just count da- backwards from three to one and just do it. Yeah. Because if you allow yourself to think about it more than about like five seconds, of, I, I that's what the uh, psychologist said, quote right. unquote. Yeah. If you think about it more than five seconds, you're not going to do it. You're gonna. You're overthinking. You're playing out different scenarios. All the, all the bad possible scenarios. Which be, I yeah. get to an extent if it's life or death. If, I mean, if it's a big, big yeah, decision. But if it's, it's something huge. as simple as, oh, should I ask for her number? Should I ask for his number? Should you know, like yeah. a little little things. Like, why not? Fucking do it. Count to three and just do it. And then you know, whatever the outcome is, it is. Like, what's the worst thing is she gonna say? Right. She's she right. gonna say no, or he will say no, and that's well, it. I mean, nowadays. Now, I mean, they may fucking mace. slap you or, yeah, bring out mace <laughs> or some shit. Tasered. Then still call the cops on you. Is it weird that I low-key want to be tasered? Like, just out of experience? Dude, you can make this happen. We should get a taser. And a camera. Yes. <laughs> this would be one of those things we put on the YouTube All right, video. well, stay tuned. Uh, we're going to be tasing <laughs> Hayden. Like, I, I don't get, like, how, I don't know how to word this, but, like, you just want to know what it feels like. Exactly, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I see people get tased all the time. I'm like, huh, do you think I could be one of these people who just like walks around like casually? Mm-hmm. I don't understand how people do that. I don't know. I feel like when I see that, most of the time it's either like people that have a lot of extra fat on them to kind of oh, suppress the electricity maybe. I don't know if that does that. But uh, either that or I've seen dudes on, you know, you get that are obviously like on coke or meth or whatever. And I think that might also some sort of effect if you're like you just snorted a whole eight ball of cocaine and then someone shoots a taser at you like fuck that i don't give a fuck about that would you quit tickling me would you say i don't know that it amplifies it because you gotta think i mean your blood's already high (laughs) (laughs) well uh can we try that that's our first youtube video hell yes you're gonna have to snort (laughs) some coke and then i'm gonna tase you and then we'll uh we'll be sure to let you guys know the results of that one well since I'm, I'm assuming you've never tried cocaine, right? Uh, no, okay. not, not even so in the slightest. So this would be your first. So we would have to do two different runs. Oh, cocaine! We have, <laughs> the taser. We have to do. Yeah, we'd have to go one where you just snort the cocaine, and then one where you snort the cocaine, and then we tase you because we got to know if it actually gets you higher. And then we can do one That's separately where we just tase you, just for fun, you know? Why not? I mean, I told you, like, I kind of want to be. How the fuck do we end up getting here? We, we were talking about psyching ourselves out. Yeah, psyching yourself out, and then we're talking about a girl. What, what's the worst that could happen? A girl could tase you, mace you, and then you're like, oh, I want to be tased. And that's how we got there. Anyways, can we go back to the <laughs> psyching part? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go back to the psyching out part, because there, yeah. there's a good part about that. Go for it. No, for real, though. Like, just counting down backwards from three to one, I think ultimately, in the end, it can help you. Is it a guarantee? No, obviously not. Nothing's really guaranteed unless, you know, Pretty much try it out your own on your own. I mean, you can only find out one way. And I know personally, like, I'm one of those people who suffers from that. Not suffers, but, you know, who just, who deals with that. I think too much. That's my problem. I constantly put scenarios in my head. I'm like, okay, you know, how am I going to word this? How am I going to respond to what she says? And I end up thinking about 30 different outcomes from what a girl can say. 
if I'm trying to ask for a number. Most of the times, it doesn't work, but it's all right. You know, I mean, it is what it is. So I would definitely say going from three to one, it would probably help out, just in all seriousness. Like, no bullshit. Yeah, just giving, yeah, the three count, just, you know, if you can get it down, I mean, you could still, there's still, I mean, there's, sure there's been a bunch of people who have tried this and, you know, they're making a decision like, you know, say they're, well, it's the same example, asking for a girl's number and the guy's like, three, two, one, and then he freezes, you know. Yep. But, I mean, you just got to keep doing it. Keep telling yourself you're going to do it. Promise yourself before you be like, I promise whenever I do a three count, I'm going to do what, you know, whatever I'm supposed to be doing, I'm going to do it after. Make a pact with yourself. Tell someone about it so, you know, they can hold you up to it. You know, just be serious about it and do it. Just do it. Just do it. Nike, just do it. Please don't sue us. That's <laughs> our first one. Just sponsor us, man. <laughs> we got a big, big, big following. A whole two people. <laughs> My parents, <laughs> love you, mom, dad. Yeah. To me, talking to someone like in, in that scenario, it's not necessarily that I'm just flat out scared. It's more so just looking dumb. I don't really want to talk to someone and be like, holy shit, like this dude doesn't know what he's doing. Like, because right. it would be blatantly obvious. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't go out of my way to meet new people. I pretty much have been introvert, but that's a whole different story we'll talk about at some <laughs> point. But it's, it's just weird. I don't really have a fear of it it's just i don't want to look stupid and i i know for a fact i probably would so it's, but it's just one of those things you learn trial and error yeah you know just do it just give it a try might not work for you try something else like cocaine and a taser yeah at the same time <laughs> that is the name of this episode cocaine and the taser <laughs> if you were wondering what the title is going to be or if you're wondering why the title is Cocaine and the Taser, now you know. You made it this far. Um, aliens. Damn, we're going this deep. Okay, all right, let's hear it. What you got? Alien. That's my question. 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah. You got to think of it in the perspective of, like, the universe. I can't even say universe because, fuck, for all we know, there's several thousand, billions, millions, I don't know, of other galaxies. Yeah, yeah universes whatever yeah, and you're telling me not a single a single I'm I'm asking you. <laughs> planet does not contain alien life whether it be uh, uh something as small as a microorganism uh, right. we don't know right. you know it, it could be that yeah that's still technically alien life yeah but as far as people like you and i or something smarter should i say i would still say yes and the only reason why we haven't really encountered them is maybe because they see what we're doing and they don't want to fuck with us, man. <laughs> like, they don't. I mean, that's possible. I don't know, though. The My whole thing with... I do definitely believe in aliens, for sure. 100% I'm on the same page. I, I, okay. I agree that the universe is way too big for... What, are, are we really so self-centered that we think that we're the only life in the universe is on this one little rock? out of all these endless amounts of rocks around us. We just happen to be the only one. Like, how full of shit do you have to be? But um, I think there's definitely, I don't know. It's hard to put in, to say it the way I'm trying to figure out how to say it. I feel like if aliens came, we'd be done. We'd be nothing to worry about. If aliens were to invade us, were to come here, if we were to see a spaceship, we're fucked. Because we're not advanced enough to go find a planet far enough away that has this sort of life on it. We're trying to figure out if there's microorganisms underneath Mars's surface and water underneath the surface. And like, oh, we're not even anything, we're anywhere close 
defining a species like us, a species, you know, anything near us. So if an, an alien species makes their way over here, they're way more advanced than us. They got way better technology than us. So we're probably screwed. There's so many routes I want to take, but the first one I'm going to take is an analogy. I actually heard this on a podcast today. The, like literally the same exact scenario. Yeah. If there was alien life out there and they saw us, it would be the equivalent of us seeing chimpanzees. That'd be like right. that'd be like yeah, telling yeah. a chimp saying, "Hey, go get me a Starbucks yeah, uh, yeah. dragon fruit passion, whatever the hell you want to call that." <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Okay, they're gonna look at you sideways like, "What in the hell did you just say to me?" They're like, obviously, they don't know. Yeah. So you have to think about it in the perspective of something else could be ten times more advanced than us, and right. they've mastered interstellar travel. If that's the right word, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I mean. Right. They've mastered... Mastered space and time. Yes. They <laughs> have found a way to travel uh, light years in a time period where we're tr- just trying to learn about it even more. Yeah. Like, yeah so... I don't think we'll be able to reach light speed in our lifetime. Hell no. Oh, God. <laughs> no, dude. Not even close. No. I do think the of the one of two scenarios would happen. One... We would, I mean, we don't stand a chance. There's no way in hell we're surviving from them. If they can... If they make it here, we're done. Yeah. That's what I think. If they master interstellar travel, then, you know, that's... We're done. Yeah, that's that's why I don't... I don't know. I want to believe so bad. But it's, like, really hard for me to, like... I'm so skeptical skeptical about all this stuff. Bob Lazar and all these new documentaries coming out about these UFOs and shit. It's like... What do you believe? It's It's like, if they... If they came here, what did what happened? How do we have their ship? Like, what happened to the aliens? Like, why did they destroy us? Could they not? Did we beat them? Did they come here and we killed the aliens and took their shit? And like, you know, what? It just doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't all add up to me. So this was my second point to that. I personally think, in that case, if there is such thing as aliens, which I okay, let me rephrase that. I do believe in aliens, and I feel like the reason why they may have not, or we may have not been contacted, is because they see what we're doing. Once again, to that point, if you, so what we do with rats, we experiment. We look at them, we look at their brain yeah. functions and everything. You think well, they're out there just testing, testing us? I think they're doing research tests. on us. I really, yeah. if there, if they are out yeah, there, if there's out, they would be doing. Yeah, that. you're right. If they are out there and they're just outside our galaxy yeah, or right. our uh, just solar outside system. of reach yes where we can't see them but you know they can then see us i do think in that hypothetical scenario they would be researching us just like what we would do with rats just to see what mm-hmm. uh what our motives are what type of environment we're in and the type of things that we've been doing to our planet i mean you look at it i mean we are just destroying this planet. That's a. I'm not really going to get into that. That's that's a whole different conversation. I can promise you that. That one's a whole 30 minute conversation. But anyways, oh, we're just killing this. So why would they want to interfere with us? Be like, hey guys, let me let me show you some of our stuff, so you can go do this and do it to another planet. Because you know that's ultimately what would happen. Yeah. If in the hypothetical scenario that they came down here visit us and then showed us their technology if that is the scenario that would happen the other one would be just you know full-out war right i don't know it's it's one of those things that could go either way but for me i still i mean i still believe in aliens 
Listen, not really. Really hope we make some sort of big discovery having to do with aliens by the time. By the time we my, die. My time's nearing. <laughs> I'd like to see that, but uh, if not, whatever. See it outside the simulation. Bro, that's another one, man. <laughs> nah, we ain't gonna talk about that. Uh, I actually want to bring something up that I heard. Might have been today, actually. Okay. So, out of all the greenhouse gases in, the, in our ozone, since you just real quick, up, we were was that from about, Joe Rogan? Yes. I heard that podcast today. Fucking hilarious. Yes. But continue. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Is that what it's from? The Silver yes. Trouble one? Yes. Yes. Okay. So he was saying, what, out of all the greenhouse gases, 9% of all of it is because of agriculture. And then less than half of that is because of meat. And less than half of that number is because of beef. So for everybody saying that we got to make a change within the next so many whatevers or else the planet's going to die, you're all, you know, killing the planet by eating meat. And this is the, we're never going to make any progress unless everybody stops eating meat. Nope, that's just not true. It's the pollution. It's the, the, all the vehicles and all the factories and all that stuff that's plastic being burnt. And this is, and this is not just in America. It's all over the world. Like they were talking about, like, there's some countries where they just burn all their trash. That's how they get rid of it. Plastic and everything, they just burn it to get rid of it. Which is horrible for the environment. Just but, so yeah. bad. But for everybody saying that, you know, the reason that the environment's going to shit is because of humans. And I, I'm definitely not for factory farming. I think it's super fucked up. And we need to find an alternate route. That's why I'm, I don't hunt myself. But for people who do hunt, I think it's great. Um, it's all natural. Because, yeah, you're, you're going out and you're killing an animal. Oh, that's a lot of food that you're going to get out of that one animal. It's a lot of food that's going to last you a long time. You can make all sorts of different things from it. The animal got uh, an easy, a, a quick, it was a quick death, basically. The animal gets a quick, natural kind of death. It's predator and prey, just like it is in the real world. Yeah, just in the virus. Because if, if he didn't shoot, you know, say if a hunter didn't shoot a, an elk or a deer, the mountain lion or the coyote would have got it eventually it's just or it would have got hit by a car or you know just whatever it's it's, it's a it's a rough world people think it's all flowers and roses when they think about animals so cute so cute go go try and touch a deer that that fish gonna hoof you (laughs) he's not gonna be cute after that so like i don't agree with putting you know hundreds and hundreds of animals on top of each other inside these factories and making them eat you know just nothing but corn or whatever it is and just cramming them basically to where they're piled on top of each other and just living in, living in their own shit. Don't, don't ever get to go outside. That kind of stuff is all super fucked up and I don't approve. I don't want to... I agree. Know, back that, whatever. Um, anyways, but meat isn't going away. I don't think... There's there's no doubt it is. And especially with the way everything is today, like they'll find a way to reproduce and make it... They'll eventually get to the point where they'll have standards where the FDA comes in and they'll say, listen, you have certain standards to abide right, to. Right. You have to let it roam in a, we'll just say, a hundred acre forest. Like if you're talking about a deer. Yeah you, yeah, you have to have this much land and only this amount of animals can be within that much land or else it's too crowded. Like regulations like that to where it's fair, it's humane. Right. And which, I mean, I know it's still going to piss off people, but at least it's a little bit more... Hey, they're going to be a lot safer and they're going to have a great old time inside those, you know, if there's, you know, just like at a, at a farm, farm animals are super happy. They'd rather be in there than be out in the wild. You know why? Because if they're out in the wild, they got to watch out for all those other fucking things that want to eat them. Nothing is going to eat them in the farm until they die, until they get old. 
They just run their course. They're going to have a very quick death. And then they're going to feed a lot of people. And, you know, people are going to argue with the fact that, oh, well, it's still inhumane. It's still not truly in their natural habitat. Yeah. And which, you know, there's going to be flaws in everything. At least I think so. There's always going to be flaws, whether if we try to cut down on natural resources, if we try to cut down on natural hunting, or anything in between. But, I mean, you also have to look at it in the mind of growing fruits and vegetables and all that. I would argue with the fact that that's kind of more wrong to grow. And hear me out on this, because I know it sounds weird. Yeah, I'm curious about what you're about to say. So, if someone's trying to grow tofu, and I know you've heard right. me say this before. You have to make sure that no animals tamper with that. Because the slightest mm. bit of tampering from an animal, it's done. You can't grow it. So yeah. what that means is you have to be out in wherever you're at, in your farm. You have to hunt away all the small rodents. The mm. rats, yeah. the rabbits, the birds, the deer, anything in between. You're going to have to kill them so they don't eat your tofu and it grows properly. You know, people are like, oh, well, you know, still being a vegetarian is a lot better. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe in some ways. Uh, Not I, in some ways, I wouldn't say entirely, but maybe in some ways for your body, yeah. But in the end, you're still not saving those animals. You're not getting those proteins. I mean, a vegetarian is better than a vegan because you can still eat eggs if you're a vegetarian. But for vegans, like, it's rough for them, like, getting protein intake and, like, that's... I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem like a super healthy thing for your body to not get, you know, I don't know. I feel well, like of course you need not. meat, man. I feel like you need meat. But I mean, I understand if you don't like if you're if you're a be- vegan or a vegetarian, like more power to it. I don't care. I'm not going to judge you. Like, that's great. More meat for me, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, I just feel like, I don't know. And you can't get a full nutritional but I feel like know, over- spectrum without meat. Right. I feel like over time, they found a way to get the proper nutrients without dying, pretty much. And, you know, if you need that protein, which everyone needs protein to to grow muscle, to grow bones, whatever you want to call it. But I think, you know, over time, they've eventually developed this eating routine, uh, I guess, uh, almost like a meal plan. Regimen. Yeah. They've developed a regimen to where you can get the proper minimum nutrients and still survive. that's you know and proteins you're gonna take a hit on the protein you're not really and i don't know maybe there's people we're no experts on this by the way yeah kind of talking out of our asses just so you know yeah we'll we'll get uh we'll get more educated (laughs) on that at some point but um so yeah i mean i don't know there's just there's just so many people crying about people eating meat now like you see like it just disgusts me like opening twitter sometimes some of the it's things that people say, dude. Yeah. And I know, like, it, it doesn't really bother me that bad. It's just looking at it, seeing that, like, wow, like, that's a real person's opinion. And, like, 300 people liked that. And that's not a lot, but that's a lot for, like, because whoever, whoever wrote that and who liked that is clearly stupid. It's just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, one, one thing I saw the other day, I think you, I think you might have even replied to it or something some bitch talking about like if you're it's 2019 and if you're still eating meat go to hell or something i don't remember what it was it was some ridiculous like i saw that tweet at this at this point still whatever you're a piece of shit you're an awful person i can't remember what it said exactly but i reply to that it was it was really 
really funny and i was just like wow like that tweet has like a decent amount of likes it probably had like two three plus k yeah, uh likes know. on it i don't know but it's like, it's like whoa there i mean most of the comments were like fuck you get out of here yeah you know whatever which but, is what twitter is yeah. <laughs> but i mean for the people who did like who agree with that i just like i don't understand man if you think people should go to hell they're not vegan sorry we like the what? proper nutrients i mean like i enjoy protein and yeah, um, gaining and, muscle and all that but you know hey and then they they like to pull the you gotta every life is just so important and it's one life is not more important than another life and it's not just about humans it's about life and i'm like all right bitch how many ants have you killed in your whole life <laughs> that, that ants still have the life a lot so you're guilty is that what you're telling me you're guilty you should die because you've killed more lives than one and you're just one so shouldn't we eliminate you if you're going to treat a, a bunny rabbit and a deer and a coyote and a dog and a cat and a human and, you know, whatever, if you're going to treat all that like they're, you know, these sacred, it's a life, you know, you got to treat everything like that. Then you got to treat the ants and the spiders and the cockroaches and all that shit. That's life. It's life. You got to treat each animal equally to your own life. That's yeah. ultimately what you're saying. Plants are alive. You're eating them That's and true. you're eating the animals' food. And we're killing all the trees. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some shit like that. some meme I think is something about veg vegetarians or vegans. They're like, I don't understand why they're telling us not to eat meat. You're you're eating all their food. You're eating all the animals' oh, food. <laughs> you're gonna run out of food, and then they're then they're all gonna die. I I mean, listen back to that whole hunting thing because I did want to make a good point on that. Yeah, it's more intimate when it's hunter and hunted, and I know that sounds weird, but. No, if you per, if you specifically have an arrow or a bullet for an animal, you know you're going to use that mm -hmm. later. I can't speak for everyone because if we look at what's going on in Africa, hunting uh, rhinos and all that, that's that's a whole different thing. But anyways. Yeah, legal. We're, I mean, we're talking about deer, elk, moose. Legal, you know. legal stuff. You yes, legal tax, hunting. Go in season. Yeah. Legal hunting, I would say, it's just, it's more of an intimate thing. It's... You know you're going to use that meat for good purposes. You're going to either A, eat it yourself, B, you're going to feed people with it. Yeah. And C, I mean, yeah, you can make a little money. You you make deer jerky. You sell some for yeah, however sure. much you want. I mean, yeah. But, sell it, give it away to your family and friends and make all sorts of different things with it. But it's I know what you're saying about the whole intimate. I guess it's kind of hard to explain if you it is. haven't, you know, at least. I mean, I've been hunting, but right. I'm, I've never killed a deer. I've never killed really any animals other than, I mean, I've been fishing and, you know, ate the fish. But, um, but you know, I've heard that other people, just bow hunters and stuff, talk about that kind of stuff. And, yeah, they all say the same thing. It's like this profound experience when you, you see that animal and you pull that bow back or you pull that trigger or whatever and the animal drops or, you, you know, runs away and then you go find it and you... Make sure it's dead, and then you you know skin it and do all your do the whole thing. The whole thing is like just this big experience, and you have like this sort of relationship with that animal. Now, it's gonna feed you. You're like, thank you, animal. Like you, thank you, deer. You're gonna feed me and my family for the next eight months. It's like a whole thing, and you it gives you like this great respect for animals. And yeah, it's just I don't I just can't stand when people are so offended when someone shoots a deer or just any animal. That if it's if it's legal, if it's in hunting season, whatever. And you want to go hunting? That's a lot more humane than these um, factories, this factory farming bullshit. Oh yeah, like slaughtering pigs in the Tyson factory. Chicken, you're guilty. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. 
I don't know. There's always going to be that the way of thinking of it's still not humane and it's in the gray line. It's not right. You know, no matter what, there's always going to be that scenario or outcome. I guess it's whatever your morals believe. It's if you think it's right. I mean, no one's there to stop you. I mean, yeah, hunting is kind of a touchy subject for some people, but if you know you're doing it for the right reasons, if you're going to use the meat for your beneficial purposes, then there's nothing wrong with that. If you're trying to feed your family, I get it. That's what, dude, that's what cavemen used to do back in the day. And I can't say like back in the day. I don't, when I say back in the day, I don't mean like, you know, 20 years ago. I mean like the start of time. Yeah. They dude, they didn't give a shit. They killed anything and everything. Yeah, but now that now there's more regulations on what you can and can't do, what you can hunt, what you can use, what what time, everything. So my opinion on it, I think they've done a good job with hunting as far as the regulations go. You know, you can only use certain like a certain uh, weapon during certain times. You know, now is the prime right. season for bow hunting, at least here. And here in a couple months, it's gun season. So it's they've done a good job regulating on what you can and can't use and what times you can hunt at. Yeah. So. All, all right. right. I think that's uh, about it for the... I think we've gone on a long tangent. We've gone all over the place today. So, so you know, I think we'll just end it different, uh, topics. This is pretty much what it's going to be every week. It's just a bunch of different shit compiled into one. What, how long was this? This was uh, 40 minutes. Yeah, about 40 minutes of bantering. But probably, you know. So. Edit out probably a little less. But. Yep. Uh, any final thoughts to lead us out? I think so, man. It's episode one. We did it. Let's do it. Woo-hoo. Plenty more time. in the future, baby. Uh-huh.